Let's give a big shout and a welcome to Adrian. Thank you, Adrian and Jasmine, taking time out and being here this morning. We love you. Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Now, for the new people, I'm a visitor, so <laughs> just letting you know if it goes a bit crazy this morning. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's so good to be here this morning. Um, wow, you know, it's so interesting. I, I don't, let me ask you this. Um, who of you have had that experience, you know, when, when God sometimes talks to you, that there are times where He does it, that it's so obvious <laughs> that you're kind of like, <laughs> wow, you know. Um, now, for those that are in ministry, sometimes, you know, when you all, those, if ever you've prepared a message maybe to share with people, you know, what you usually do, I mean, what I do is some, I don't know, that maybe it's just how I do it, but, you know, in the week you get quiet somewhere along the line, and you're like, okay, God, you know, and you, and you wait for something, maybe a word, maybe inspire, something just to, and sometimes God will use weird things, but, you know, He will use different things in the week to come up, so then you sit down and you go to the Word, you know, and you get a message. But there are some weeks that God speaks so clearly to you, it almost feels like you're in the twilight zone. Okay, like everywhere you turn, <laughs> it's like he's speaking to you. So this week, because, oh man, this week, this is the name of the message, there's a river. Now since this, now just listen how crazy is this. Since beginning of this week, we went to a galas on, I think, Monday and Tuesday. On my way there, now I only backtracked this at the end of the week. Thursday night, I started realizing, wow, God, you've been speaking to me this whole week. I didn't realize it. I even went back to my playlist. You know, I made on my phone as I was driving them. And I went back and I looked at the names on the playlist. And almost every second, third song's name was There Is A River. Now, I didn't realize it at the time. But okay, I'm like, okay, God, you're trying to tell me something. There's a river. Just to backtrack, when I got this morning, what was the first song you, you put up? What was the first words of the song? There is a river. <laughs> Come on, like the whole time, on my way here. Now, if I have to get in detail, I'll keep you busy this whole morning just with that, just with how many times God told me there's a river. <laughs> so this morning, tell your neighbor there's a river. Even on my way here, you know, I'm driving and I look up and there's a sign, it says power flow. I'm like, thank you, Lord, power flow. <laughs> Come on, but there's a river. Okay, so... I just, I just think this whole week has been like a prophetic, I don't know, like when we were driving from um, Gala's back and we got to um, Grabau, just other side Grabau, there was a, a, a cloud burst like we've never experienced before. Now I want you to hear something like you've never experienced before. I believe God's, I just, know, I just, I just think, yeah, anyway. Me, Pastor Sean and Pastor Henny and Pastor Dave and everyone said afterwards, Man, we've never seen a cloudburst like this before. Or we can't remember when last we saw a cloudburst like this before. It was just crazy. Yeah, it was sunshine here. <laughs> it was crazy. We were driving the next moment. All the cars are just whoop next to the road. And there's streams. You know, I looked. I got it on video. I, I watched all these streams of water just flowing next to the road. There were streams coming down the mountain. You know, and... There were times we drove, and there was just mud all across, you know, and you had to go through, and there was rocks everywhere. It was just crazy. All the streams, streams, streams. 
Now, at the end of the day, you know, I'm backtracking myself. Wow, God, there's a river. Like, you've, you've been trying to talk to me this whole week to tell me there is a river. Okay. So, if there's, any, if there's only one thing you hear this morning, then if you just hear this, then at least I'm 90% there. Tell your neighbor there is a river. There is a river. Now, Psalm 46 verse 4 says, There's a river. Okay, let me get my... My phone out here. Let me read. Psalm forty six, verse four, it says, There is a river. <laughs> Say there is a river. <laughs> the streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Now, the Bible says we are the city. Come on, it says you are the light of the world, a city set on a hill. Um, I just wrote here, you know, Isaiah 62 verse 12 says, Thou shalt be called, sought out a city, not forsaken. Come on, this many scriptures that say you are the city. So it says here, there is a river... And it makes glad the city. So this morning, if you start feeling glad, maybe it's the river. Okay. <laughs> and if you don't feel glad, maybe it's time you, you dip your toes in the river. Come on. Some of you look like you need the river. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on. There's a river that makes glad the city. So I want you to go with me. As we start this morning in Revelation 21, Revelation 21, I just believe God was speaking this week to me about this river, and we're going to read some scriptures about this river, amen? There is a river. So, so ach, Revelation 21, okay, from verse 1, it says, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Now listen what he says next. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Ever say freely. Now I know we had a Black Friday sale this weekend, I think. <laughs> You could get things on discount there, but you could not get it for free. Am I right? Ever say freely. 
what we what we're giving this morning and what you're going to have this morning you need to know that it's free it costs nothing go with me to Isaiah 55 Isaiah 55 this water of life is free if I say it's free it's not going to cost you anything it's free <laughs> I like things that are free okay Isaiah 55 He says, those that thirst, I'll give you the water of life freely. Yeah, say it's free. <laughs> it's I-55 verse 1. He says, ho, everyone that thirsts, isn't that what we just read? Come to the waters, and ye that have no money, come, buy, and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. If I say it's free. <laughs> Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? He says, man, I've got so much better something for you, but you spend money on something that is... Why do you spend money on these things? Okay? He says, and why do you labor for that which satisfies not? Come on. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat what is good, and let your soul just delight itself in fatness in fatness come on anointing joy <laughs> let your soul delight itself in fatness so he says it's free it's free you don't need any money for this he says come without money without price and come get this water of life <laughs> and let your let your soul delight in, in fatness okay Say, what a bargain. <laughs> huh? What a bargain. It's free. Go with me to John 4. John 4. I'm going to just read scriptures basically this morning. I'm not going to preach so much as we're just going to read. Is that okay? going to read some scripture this morning. Okay, John 4. Okay, tell the guy next to you again, in case he forgot. There is a river. <laughs> there is a river. Okay, John 4 from verse 5. Then came he into the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. Okay, we talk about water, we talk about drinking here, talk about thirst. <laughs> then he said, it says, Therefore his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. So he was there on his own. It says, And he said to the woman of Samaria, and then said to the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Okay, now there was a thing like they did not, and anyway, not going to go in there with time, but they did not like each other. Okay. Jesus answered and said unto her, now listen to Jesus' words. 
if you knew the gift of God, ever say the gift of God? You know, I'm reading this again and I'm thinking, you know, we just had our little one's birthday this past weekend. Actually, we had three birthdays for her. How crazy is that? But, um, you know, when someone gives you a gift, it's also free, am I right? You don't pay for it. I mean, the person buys it maybe pays a lot, but the person receiving it doesn't pay anything. It's free. Say it's free. <laughs> he said, Jesus said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me to drink, thou would have asked of him and he would have given you living water. He said, you, you just needed to ask. You just need to ask. I'll give you living water. Let's say living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From where will you have this living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? So she's just looking at this natural water. <laughs> but Jesus is speaking about something else. Ever say he's speaking about something else? Something else. Okay. <laughs> Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinks of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. Ever say never thirst. Shoo. In one place Jesus says, I'm the bread of life. You'll never hunger, you'll never thirst. Huh. Just think of that. Never hunger, never thirst. Huh. Isn't it awesome to think there's a place that you can be in him and him and you that you never hunger, you never thirst? Come on. Never hunger, never thirst. He says here, I'll give you this water, and the water that I will give you will be in you a well. Now, I love this. It's like Jesus is saying, listen, I've got something to give you. It's called, man, <laughs> living waters. It's water of life. He says, I can give this to you. But guess what? The moment I'm going to give this to you, you're also going to have it in you. <laughs> and it's going to be in you a well. That a well that bubbles, what? That, um, what does it say here? But the water that I shall give you shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. In other places, it talks about rivers. Come on, not a trinkle. Rivers flowing out of you. Okay, we're going to get there. But he's talking about something in you, which is rivers of living water. Okay. So, um... <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this. Hey, we're not live. Yeah, I can tell this. Okay, so forgive me. Um, I, was <laughs> I remember when I was small, I went to my, 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 um, my opa and oma, my grandparents. They stayed here in Strand. They're in, in Beach Road, um, in Maritana. What do you call it? Um, Winsteller. Anyway, and they both passed away in 2010, so they're probably going to laugh from the cloud now from me telling this story. But anyway, I remember them. Um, <laughs> my my oma and opa was sitting there on the stoop, and my my opa liked to, uh, my oma always liked to water the plants, the, pl the plants, and she she um, was standing there the day with her water gun, and now she's busy watering the plants. And she, and she asked my opa, she says, she's like thinking, you know, out loud, and she asked my opa, she says, I wonder, do you know this Epsom salt? Now I don't know who of you know what Epsom salt. Okay. Now, it's for, you can, I think, use it for your stomach. It helps you if you're a bit, yeah. And, um, <laughs> but it's also good for plants. So she asked him, 
I wonder <laughs> why. <laughs> yes, I was laughing. I wonder why they put they give Epsom salt to plants. And my opa is like, this already plant himself can be mess. <laughs> okay, so anyway, <laughs> what I want. <laughs> Those that are Afrikaans will understand that. Okay, sorry for, I'm not going to even try to, in, to put that in English, but translate it. Um, but I've realized, you know, with the water, it's the same. <laughs> you can water yourself as well. You know, you, you've got a well of water inside of you. You know, and, and it's good sometimes to be around people and let them water you with, the, with some of the water that's in them. But there are times where you're going to be alone, where you can realize, hey man, I've got this water in me. I can, I can, I can water myself. Can myself be mess? Okay. I've got this water in me. Okay. Anyway, go, go with me to, go with me to John seven. John seven. John seven. I don't need to be dry, man. I've got water, rivers of living water inside of me. So if you're dry, man, just stop being dry. <laughs> You've got rivers of living water inside of you. Just take a drink. I mean, if, yeah, John 7. Davis 37 says, In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. Come on, let him come unto me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture hath said, out of, his be- out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit, which they that believe on him which should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, being because Jesus has not yet been glorified. So he tells you that he speaks about the Holy Ghost. He talks about rivers, but he speaks about the Holy Ghost. He uses something natural, which we understand, rivers, water, flow, but he speaks actually about the Holy Ghost. You know, and, and we're going to read some scriptures later, but if you realize that a lot of time in the Bible, he would take things like rivers and streams and water, and he speaks about the Holy Ghost. Then if you read some prophecies and stuff in the Old Testament, you realize, whoa, he wasn't talking about rivers, he was talking about the Holy Ghost. Okay, so we're going to read the scripture later. But if I say there's a river, <laughs> now before we get into the whole river thing, I'm watching my time, don't worry. Okay, Isaiah 61, Isaiah 61. Okay, Isaiah 61. I have to bring this in because I think about a week or two ago, we spoke there about us about being trees of righteousness. Trees of righteousness, planting of the Lord, trees of righteousness. So, man, Isaiah 61. It says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, 
So it's all about freedom, about lifting people up that are depressed. It's about, man, giving them joy. Okay, it says here, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Now, interesting, when Jesus reads this in the New Testament, he leaves that portion out. <laughs> Come on, they give him the, sc the scroll to read. He reads out of Isaiah 61, but he leaves the place of the day of vengeance. He just leaves it out, and he just reads the rest. Okay, because that was for an appointed time upon him. You know, that God took all his vengeance and wrath out on him on the cross. Okay, um, but I just want to say that Jesus was actually reading this. This, these verses he was reading, talking about himself. Now it says in verse 3, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So he's giving all these things that he came to do. He says that. I love that word. So that. Why is all this? So that. So that. Man, this is powerful. All of this why it came is so that we might be called trees of righteousness, planting of the Lord. So everyone say, I'm a tree. Tell the guy next to you, you're a tree. <laughs> you're a tree. <laughs> the whole purpose was to make you a tree. A planting of the Lord to make you a tree. I don't know when last you spent some quality time with a tree. Go hug some trees. I don't know. Go talk to a tree. No. Maybe you must. You tell him, hey, I think we're related. Because <laughs> according to the word, I'm a tree. <laughs> We've got some stuff in common. Come on, it was all to make you a tree. A tree. Now, in this week, I was thinking of this. What does a tree do? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just, it's a tree. Yeah, it's just a tree. But what it does is it takes up water. Come on, a tree needs water. Come on, think about it. A tree needs water. Without water, this, that tree is nothing. It needs water. If I say it needs water, <laughs> I got this massive revelation, you know, it said a tree needs water. <laughs> if I say, I'm a tree, <laughs> I need some water <laughs> on a regular basis. I need some water on a regular basis. Okay, so with that in mind, go with me to Jeremiah 17. If I say, I'm a tree. <laughs> but we talk about the river this morning. Okay, now this talks about two people here. It says in verse 5, it starts with, the Lord says, cursed be the man, and then it explains something about him, and then two verses later, it says, blessed be the man, and it explains something about that person. So there's two people. The one is cursed, the one is blessed, okay? Verse 5, it says, thus says the Lord, cursed be the man that trusts in man and makes flesh his arm. So he relies on the flesh, what he can do, his own works. And his heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a heath in the desert. It's like a, I don't know, a, a dry desert plant that's busy dying. Okay. He shall be like the heath in the desert and shall not see 
when good comes. Just think about that. He doesn't see when good comes. Good can come, but he's not going to see it. <laughs> but he shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabit it. Come on, that sounds a bit dry for me and dead. And he says, he shall not see when good comes. Now, on the contrary, he talks about the blessed man. He said, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spread out her roots by the river. If I say my roots is in the river. <laughs> and he shall not see when heat comes. This, that one won't see when good comes. This one doesn't see when heat comes. How would you like that? You don't even see when need comes. But her leaf shall be green, and she, and she sh and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. I'm just quickly in the Amplified going to read that last, that last two again. Um, <laughs> where was I now? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> the last two, it says, most blessed, verse 7, is the man who believes. If I say most blessed, <laughs> is the man who believes in trusting and relies on the Lord and whose hope is and confidence the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spread out its roots by the river. And it shall not see and fear when heat comes, but its leaves shall be green. It shall not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought. <laughs> nor shall it cease yielding fruit. It shall not be anxious or full of care, even in the year of drought. Ever say 2020? <laughs> Come on. You know, sometimes I had to repent and say, sorry, Lord, <laughs> I forgot I'm a tree. <laughs> Come on, because I was anxious and full of care. But here it says I'm a tree of righteousness. If, if I'm, so maybe I must just get a little bit to the water again and just uh -huh, renew my mind and realize, hey, I'm plugged into the water. The water is in me. And I, I'm not supposed to be full of care and full of nonsense. Because <laughs> I'm blessed. Let me say I'm blessed. So go with me to Revelation 7. Okay, we've just got a couple of more scriptures. Um, I think I'll be in time. <laughs> Revelation 7. Okay, so Revelation 7. Okay, from verse 9. I was just randomly, you know, like <laughs> reading this this week, came, acon came upon this. And I just also saw something awesome there. Revelation 9. Ah, what did I say? Revelation 7. No, I'm in the wrong book here. Solbuki. would be weird if I start reading. <laughs> wrong chapter in Revelation and try to find out where I'm going. Okay. Revelation 7 from verse 9. He says, after this I beheld a great multitude who, who's no, who no man could number, and all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. 
and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about in the throne, and about the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessings and glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might, be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and where do they come from? And he said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple, and he that sits on the throne shall dwell among them. Among them. They shall hunger. Listen, I'm going to read verse 16 and 17 very slowly. <laughs> they shall hunger no more. Neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. Isn't that almost like we just read? You won't feel the heat when it comes. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them. Ever say, he's my source, he's my supply, he feeds me. He says, and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. He says, what is the end? Where do they lead them? To living fountains of living waters. Come on, living fountains of, listen, God wants to tell us something this morning, I believe, about there is a river. <laughs> There's a fountain. Come on, man. There's a river. He wants to lead you there. He wants you to dwell and experience and taste and have with the river. Okay. He wants to fill you up in overflow. Overflow. You know, it's interesting just with that thing of overflow. You know, I've realized a lot of times we, are, we, we come to God and we're like, man, I'm so thirsty. Which is, which is good if you're there, and he says, come, if you're thirsty, I'll give you to drink. And I've realized, but there's times, you know what I've, I think, is a lot of time I think there's a mindset. I think sometimes we just struggle with the mindset. You know, that you come your whole life to God every time, say, man, I'm thirsty, I need a filling, I need a new, oh, no, I'm thirsty. Which is good, do that. <laughs> but I believe there are times where we need to realize, man, I've got rivers of living, I need the overflow mindset, not a scarcity mindset. Because every time I come to God, God, I'm so dry. I just need the filling. What about, Lord, I'm so full. There's rivers of water. I just want to go and spill it out to other people. I've got the fullness in me. It just wants to go out of me. It's not just for, it's actually for people around me. I mean, I have some benefit of it, of enjoying it myself, but it's actually for the people around me. But if I'm never going to realize, man, I'm full, and get to that place where I realize, man, I've got rivers going out of me. But every time I come, oh, I'm so dry. I've got no water. <laughs> no. Tell the guy next to you, you've got rivers of living water flowing out of you. Man, we, we need to get that scarcity mindset out of our way and get an overflow mindset. Come on, he says in Psalm 23, my cup runs over. He makes my cup to run over. <laughs> Man, I think the more I just believe I'm full and I'm overflowing, the more that's what I'm going to have and people around me is going to have. Because he says it's in you and it will be a river flowing out of you. Rivers, man. We're not talking about a trinkle. We talk about rivers. 
of living water. Rivers. Not just a, a pipe with water that eats, but no. Rivers. Okay, so. Go with me to <laughs> Isaiah 35. Isaiah 35. Okay, now, this, this chapter just blessed me so much this week. <laughs> it just blessed me so much. And he uses a lot of prophetic language, but man, I believe if you just hear with the ear, you're going to hear some awesome stuff in here, okay? Okay, so, Isaiah 30, 35 from verse 1, he says, The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it, the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Come on, this morning. This morning, the word to you is strengthen the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Listen, maybe you feel tired. Maybe you're like, man, uh, here's a command. He gives a lot of stuff, and then suddenly he gives a command. He says, Con- strengthen the weak hands, confirm the, f- the, nibble- ease- ah, the, fe- the, nibble- the feeble knees. Verse 4, say to them that are of a fearful heart. Maybe you're sitting this morning and you've got a fearful heart. Listen to what God is saying, what I must tell you, and I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Be strong, fear not. Come on, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, and God with a recompense, he will come and save you. Fear not. Be strong, fear not. God will come and he will rectify whatever situation you're in and with you feel whatever was stolen, God will come and return for you. Be strong, fear not. Let's go on. Man, this is good stuff. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame man shall leap as a heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. And the parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of dragons, where each lay, shall be grass with reeds and rushes. Sounds very green to me. Now listen to this. And a highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those. The wayfaring men, though fools, shall not ear therein. Nor lions shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. So he talks about a highway, a place, uh, you know, interesting. He says, it shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. If I say the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs of everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and, si- sorrow and sighing shall flee. <laughs> I like that. Sorrow and sighing. Sighing is like... 
When last did you do that? <laughs> out of frustration, out of moederloosheid. He says, sorrow and sighing will flee. Come on, he talks about a highway. He talks about rivers. Now, it's interesting. Go with me to Revelation 22. I'm just going to, there's just two scriptures we're going to read more. Revelation 22 and Ezekiel 47. Okay. So we're ending. Revelation 22. He says, verse 1, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, interesting, the river has a street. If you go to the Amplified, it says, through the middle of the Broadway of the city. So the one, he calls it a, a highway, I believe. Yeah, it talks about the Broadway. I don't know. But there's a highway, there's a Broadway, there's a street, and there's a river in the street. <laughs> okay? But it almost sounds like they're all talking about the same thing. If you're going to go to Ezekiel now, which we're going to read, you're going to say, hey, man, were they seeing the same thing? Because it sounds like they're talking about the very same thing. <laughs> okay, so through the middle of the Broadway of the city, sorry, let me just get back to my, in the, verse 2, in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, if I say river, there was the tree of life, which bare twelve manners of fruit, and yielded the fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. Okay. <laughs> so he's talking about a river. He talks about a highway and a river running through this highway, and he's talking about trees on either edge of this bearing fruit and all these things. Go with me to Isaiah, ach, Ezekiel 47, and I'm ending with this. Tell your neighbor there is a river. <laughs> okay. Ezekiel 47. This is a bit of a different message this morning, but I just believe God was trying to get my attention this whole week to tell me one thing and one thing only, and that is there is a river. There is a river. Guys, we need to realize there is a river. And man, phew. thank you, Lord, for the river. Ezekiel 47. Because it seems, man, if I'm in the river, if I drink from the river, <laughs> it seems like my problems go away. It seems like I live in a different place. It seems like I'm not touched by heat. I'm not touched by stuff. I'm not touched when things come. This natural things in this earth doesn't even touch me anymore because I'm, I'm above it. Okay? My thirst is I'm not thirsty. I'm not hungry. I think it's an awesome place. There's a river. So Ezekiel 47 from verse 1. And I'm ending with this. Afterwards, now this is what he saw in the Spirit. He said, Afterwards he brought me again unto the door of the house 
And behold, waters issued from under the threshold of the house eastward. <laughs> Come on, there's just water. Have you ever been in a flood? You know, the water come through your house, and you, shame, you need to skip all the water out because there's nothing you can do with it. There's just water everywhere. This is kind of the picture I'm getting here. Come on, there's water just flowing underneath. It just goes, it just seeples out. He said, um, for the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under, from the right side of the house and the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way unto the utter gate by the way that looks eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Everybody say to the ankles. Again he measured the thousand, and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Everybody say to the knees. Seems like the water is getting, it's rising, am I right? It's rising. Come on, I believe God was, even with the cloud burst, you know, with all the streams, it was like God was trying to tell me, man, there's coming something that you've never seen before. And the waters are busy rising, and I want to do something new. And, you know, this morning, I just believe this is a morning of refreshing. Come on, you're going to... <laughs> you're going to have some of the water this morning. When you get out here, you're going to be refreshed, man. Amen. Okay. So, <laughs> where was I? Okay. Again, he, he made, verse 4. Again, he measured the thousands and brought me to, through the waters. The waters were to the knees. So, yeah, you can still go through the waters, but it's getting more difficult, and now it's to the knees. Again, he measured the thousand, and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the loins. Shoo, knows it all waist deep. But he's still going through those waters. Then he says, Afterwards, he measured the thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over. <laughs> For the waters were risen. Waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. Sorry, I must still read on. <laughs> Verse 6. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when he had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were many trees on the one side and on the other. Does it sound like he's seeing exactly the same thing that we read in Revelation? Then he said unto me, These waters issued out toward the east country and go down into the desert and go into the sea, which, bring, <laughs> which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything... I want you to listen to this. That lives, which moves, whatsoever, wheresoever the, the river comes, shall live. And there shall be a great multitude of fish, because the waters shall come there, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live where the water goes. 
everything shall live where this water goes. Tell your guy, tell the person next to you. <laughs> everything lives where the water goes. Come on, isn't that awesome? You know, we've got this song that we sang. <laughs> I've got a river of life. Who of you knows that song? I've got a river of life flowing out of me. It makes the lame to walk, and it makes the blind to see. It opens prison doors. <laughs> it says, sets the captives free. I have a river of life flowing out of me. This morning I want you to hear, there's a river. <laughs> and it's actually on the inside of you. It's on the inside of you. A river of life. A river of water of life. It says wherever this river goes, things live. When this river goes, things live. When this river touches, things live. You know, I, I don't think we realize what we have. <laughs> that we've got life in us, man. We can give life. And sometimes you're a place where you dry. But where's the river? It's inside you. It's inside you. You know, like I said, you don't need much. You just maybe need to just get quiet for a second. <laughs> Look inside. Say, thank you, Lord. There's a river of living water inside of me. It gives me life. You know, there's a one scripture. It says, the Bible says that the spirit in you will quicken your mortal body. I mean, you see, when are we going to start believing that? that the Spirit in us can actually have an effect on our body, that the living water can actually touch our flesh <laughs> and heal us. Because it's rivers of water. That's what he's trying to tell us this whole time. He says, it's so that they might be trees of righteousness, so that their roots might be by the river. Because if they draw from this river, man, I'm telling you, there's life. There's life. Say, thank you, Lord, for the river. Thank you, I'm planted by the river. My leaves are always green. Jesus, man. Let's just stand quickly. We're going to end this, but I want you to, let's just take hands this morning. Let's just take hands this morning. Let me have some water. Don't worry, I'm not going to throw you with the water. you might thirst physically like me now. I was thirsty. Let me take a drink. But that lariat well also thought he was talking about normal water. He says, no, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about something else that's in you. It's going to be in you. Then you're going to have this living water inside of you so that you might never thirst. He's not talking so much about physical thirst. <laughs> but he's talking about spiritually, man, you're going to be full and overflowing all the time. You're not going to be dry in your spirit. You see, in your soul you might get dry, but in your spirit you never dry. There's living water flowing out of you every single moment of the day. And sometimes I think we just need to <laughs> get under that, you know, and just say, okay, Lord, I'm thirsty in my soul, but man, my spirit is overflowing. Let me just get in the spirit suddenly, and uh -huh, suddenly I feel a, a joy and a peace and uh, all these things we were reading about springing forth. Suddenly there's joy on my head, there's gladness, man. I'm not, and I don't even see when heat comes. 
Come on, I want to live there. I don't know about you, but I want to live there. Where I don't see when need comes. I don't feel it when need comes. But I've realized I need to get more in the spirit. Because that's where it is. It's in the river. That's the only way you're going to find it. He says, but come to me if you're thirsty. He said, it's free. <laughs> it's free. This morning, it's free. So, Father, as we're all holding hands this morning, we trust and we believe in this river. Father, thank you. You've given us this river of life. And right now, it flows through every person, to the left and the right of me. You tell us to lay hands on our sick and they will recover. <laughs> Father, as we lay hands on each other this morning, we command all sickness to go. We command all depression to go. We command all heaviness to go. We command all fear to go. In Jesus' name, and we say, be refreshed now in the name of Jesus. Be refreshed. Father, thank you for your water of life flowing through us. Thank you that we can drink this morning. We can drink. We can drink. Just drink. Just drink. Just drink. Where you are, just drink. Say refreshing. Thank you, Lord. Father, we receive it by faith this morning that we are full and we are overflowing. We are not thirsty. We are not thirsty. We are full. We are overflowing. Father, thank you as we move out in this place, as we touch things, as we speak to people, dead things will become alive. Father, dead dreams will come alive. Things that was, was like was like this desert scraps, it will, it will become alive again. Father, thank you wherever this river goes that we contain, there is life. There is life. There is life. Thank you, Lord, for the river, because there is a river. There is a river. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Awesome, guys. There's a river. Awesome. I believe our time is up, but if you need prayer still, come here. <laughs> the rest of you, have a blessed, blessed, blessed morning. And go release the, the, the river. See, I can't. Go release the river. <laughs> Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.